Welcome to another edition to Cooking with the Hazelnuts. This is Randy Rusnak, slash the big R, <laughs> speaking. Do you like to hear Debbie and I talking? Yeah. Would you like to hear an OptiGrill demonstration of cooking a beefsteak? Yeah. If something goes wrong with a kitchen appliance and there's a fix for it, would you like to hear that? Yeah. Do you like anything about this show? Are you kidding? Well, then this show definitely isn't for you. Do something else with your hour. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you know we are Apple approved? What does that mean? That means you can now search for Cooking with the Hazelnuts with any podcast catcher. You can use Downcast, Overcast, Podcast from Apple or QCast for your Windows PC. In the edit field, enter in Cooking with the Hazelnuts. You'll find us. Once you do, subscribe. Tell your friends. It's all what it's cracked up to be. What a crazy few weeks. Well, the convention took up some of it, and uh, so we really only missed one. We were supposed to only have missed one. Larry uh, let our last show replay once because he didn't have mainstream coverage on as early as he thought he would. But anyway, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Oh, it's so good to be back again. Yay. I hope you are still following us. They may be leading us. They may be trying to lead us astray. Uh, I can be led astray quite easily. (laughs) No comment. No comment. I'm being led astray. (laughs) I'm drinking. It is so hot here in the Midwest, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you, if you're hearing any kind of a a wind noise, like hot air noise, no, it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Like the last show? Yeah, like the last show. It's so (laughs) hot. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> 90 something right now and we're speaking to you uh like 7:30 in the evening or 7:15 or something and uh our air conditioner is not working cuz our thermostat's not working. I'm sitting right under a great big huge ceiling fan. So if you're hearing anything that's what it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So well, where to start? Well, we've got Opti Grill stuff. There's a I ran into a thing with my Opti Grill and I was puzzled by it and come to find out after they put out these opti grills they realized in the factory that there needs to be a calibration because it's got a computer of sorts in it and so they now have different calibration steps for different models and some find the problem sooner than later and some find the problem later then later. <laughs> so um, uh, Tom Jones, who is on the main menu team and, and very much involved with BITS, our, our uh, blind information technology specialist affiliate, um, Tom and Renee, Renee Zellickson, his wife, got an OptiGrill and they were having problems with it after they used it one time. Oh, no. And they were really frustrated. <laughs> I bet they were. Thanks, and, Big R, for recommending the OptiGrill for me. <laughs> well, and they hadn't; they had gotten it from me, and so oh. uh, they uh, um, got in touch. Well, they got in touch with me, and they got in touch with Larry. Larry did some research and thought it was a factory kind of a like it. He thought it it was a like a equipment failure. So fortunately, they called, and when they called. The representative had them look at the actual sticker that's on the underside of the unit and 
sure enough, there are different procedures for a couple of the different models. They went through the procedure and it worked. Now, what if if you can't give them the model number? What if you're a blind individual and you can't, you know, read? Well, you, well, you could use some app to try to get a, a picture of it or get a, somebody else to give that number when they're over or something. There's, I mean, there just are a couple different model numbers and there are a couple different procedures mm-hmm. depending on which model number. Yep. So they would a, have to have that. I was being a devil's advocate there. Do you know that? I know. <laughs> well, you know, and it might, it might be that they could say, well, when did you buy it? Because yeah. that might have something to do with it, which model number. Possibly, yeah. You know, so but anyway, it worked. So they talk about that, Yay. and then they and they. But before they talk about that, they cook steaks, mm. and they're having fun talking. They kind of talk to me a lot of times, but I think that what they're saying is good enough for all of us to hear. So they're talking about you Except know for that different one things. Thing. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one comment you're I had to take to, out. Like you're gonna have to. <laughs> Listen to the whole show now just to hear that comment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, anyway, yeah, they they had a good time. We we had fun with them. We saw them uh, for dinner one night at a convention. We went to the Japanese steakhouse. Mm. Yeah, Larry took some of us, and they were with us, and so that was fun. Was it Ichiban? 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 Yeah. Or- Ichiban mm-hmm, or whatever. I mm-hmm. got thrown out of there. Something like that. I had an itch, but I, I <laughs> didn't remember the exact name. <laughs> so you got the new big, big air fryer, didn't you? Yes. I have. Boy, I've got a lot of talk about here. Um, well, we don't have a lot of time. Okay. Well, okay. Yes, I did. I, I did. I did get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very good. Very good. Very, very nice machine. How much will it hold? I don't know. I don't know. But 12 quarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. haven't had haven't had a chance to use it yet 12 quarts oh that's quarts. a lot of hot air oh, mm. oh boy i guess so of course i can fill that up in seconds <laughs> it was due to the recommendation of a friend of mine um on varel called roach dude and oh lord what a name oh. <laughs> yes uh it is i hope he doesn't bug you too much <laughs> well uh, no he's uh I don't With a name like Roach, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. he uh, he told me about it, and I started to tell everybody else, and I ended up buying it. But it was a really good time payments. It was, I, th- I think, it was four payments of, I want to say, like forty or something. Very good price. Mm. Uh, very excited to have it. it I, I did look at it. It's got tactile buttons and it does beep and i figured out the rotisserie it's got a built-in rotisserie wow and I oh will, boy and i will demo it once you, i learn it. oh what fun yes what fun and since you've been running around i have uh i have been extensively using a lot of the trigger pellet grill which, yeah, you said that. How cool. Well, it, yeah, it, you and Larry, you and Larry have to have a cook-off. We will. And now, <laughs> I, uh, some of the things I cooked on, just let me just tell you um, about it. And then I want, want to get your reaction. One of them, one of the things was a, a week ago Thursday, my grandson was uh, very sick with uh, a lot of different sorts of things. He's okay now. But um, as a treat... His mom brought over a 
Papa Murphy's Pizza. Have you ever had a Papa Murphy's? No. Well, what it is is a pizza that's heaped with toppings, heaped full oh. of toppings, and they're large pizzas. Uh, oh. This happened to be a struff, struffed. <laughs> A, stu- <laughs> a stuffed crust pizza stuffed with cheese. Okay, stuffed cust. <laughs> stuffed cust pizza. <laughs> There's another one. That's like the other ones that we've done. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, it was just stuffed with cheese and then topped with sausage, pepperoni, and all the vegetables that you could imagine. Just oh, yum. So we didn't have an oven. Our oven element oh. has burned out, which you know about. I know. Uh, so, uh... I uh, turned on the smoke setting of the Traeger Grill. Cool. Brought it up to 400 degrees, or 425, rather, mm-hmm. which is perfect for cooking of Papa yeah. Murphy's pizza. And I put it on. It comes with its own uh, pizza pan. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is probably going to take a little longer than a conventional oven. And am I glad I checked because it was exactly the same time as a convention oven, <gasps> and it just rose Incredibly I good. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love a it. Smoked pizza. And do you want to? I've never had anything like that before. Des told me, well, she was talking to some people on the phone last night who are Jewish, and they talked about a matzah pizza. <laughs> really? And I laughed. I said, well, does that mean you would go eat matzah pizza on Machu Picchu? <laughs> Now that's a mo- and that's no. like drinking that's like drinking chai tea and doing tai chi. <laughs> I'll just drink my iced tea and stop. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh that sounds delicious. And I think you should brag about your grandson only wanted you to hold him, right? You had to hold him and hold him and hold well, him. He hold, wanted Well, he was passed between uh Terry and myself alternately, see, but I, we couldn't. We could not leave the room, you know. No, see, yeah. that says a lot. That says something sweet about Big R. Uh, look at yeah, okay. look at that. All right, look at that. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> I know. But yeah, it was. It was like um, I had to sit in the glider with him around eleven o'clock oh. in the morning because it, it, he just was not cooling down. He wanted to be nice and cool outside. Oh. And it was, it was pretty pathetic. I mean, little baby, because you, know, you didn't feel good. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. It was, he was I mean, no. in a pathetic mood, and he wanted the big R. Yes, he, did. he calls me calls me Papa. <laughs> oh, here, come here, Papa! And he runs to me. You know, it's really. How old is he? He's three. Going to be three he's on the three, 31st and he still knew he needed a lap. See, yeah. that's great. That's sweet. So uh-huh. then when he came to himself, he, um, you know, when, when his fever was done, then it was like, oh, horseback ride, climb all over Grandpa. Yeah, then I didn't want, he didn't want to be in your lap all the time. No, okay. Climb, <laughs> climb on me. And then he wanted to pull me up on the treadmill. And oh, my God. It was, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, And the gosh. second thing we did, uh, we did the uh, stuffed cheese bread uh, that mm. also comes from uh, Papa Murphy's and a s'more. Uh, what do you call it? It's a s'more um, pizza. It's cake? a dessert pizza. Cake? Oh, pizza. Okay. Well, but it's well, it's the bread, but topped with some more toppings, and that came bubbling off the smoker. Huh, oh, cool. And, and was it good? It was almost like eating. It, picture this. Uh, you know what marshmallows taste like a campfire, right? Oh, exactly like that. The black, more black, the better. Give them to me, black. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's how it was. Burned and gooey on the inside. And mm. we were so appreciative of her bringing over the pizza because we were 
pretty worn out. And oh, so yeah. um, the next day we made a really great meatloaf out oh. of, of uh, uh, crackers and sausage and turkey and ground beef and all, okay. the, all the fixings, you know. And yeah, no popcorn in that one, huh? No, this time it was regular crackers oh. uh, ground up in a processor. And then we took some uh, baker potatoes, put the mm-hmm. whole works on the trigger, and we had a trigger meatloaf. And I'm telling you, man, Ooh, was wow. that something? We shaped it like a pizza and put it on a pizza pan with holes in it so that grease, you know, would, oh, yeah. would down and hit those. What a smart idea. Wood. And then we cut it in half and gave half to them and half to us because I'm not letting them take over my whole meatloaf, you know. No, you only give them a pizza pizza. A pizza meatloaf. No, a pizza, pizza meatloaf. meatloaf. <laughs> pizza meatloaf. But that's a good sound bite. There's a sound bite right there. Now it's time for sound bite. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to get the grease off of your meatloaf on the grill. Yep. <laughs> Put holes in the in the pan. In the pan. Yeah. That's a great, great sound bite. Yeah, we'll use that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, um, that's wonderful. Well, I cooked. I cooked some things last week, but I didn't get to record them. I already told Randy, but he's not listening to me yes, now. I, oh, yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I made beef stroganoff in the pressure cooker, and um, it was good, but I liked it better the first time. I think, I don't know, the gravy was different the first time a little bit, but it was still really good. Everybody liked it. All right. We had a, it, and, the, and then I made bishop cake, and I didn't record it, so I'll have to make it again, but it's so easy. It only has five ingredients in it. Flour, sugar, eggs, lemon juice, and vanilla. Ooh. That's it. It sounds good. Yep. And we had it with strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and whipped cream. Actually, what I did on the trigger, a great big 17-pound pork butt. Yeah, did that taste like ham? No. No? Uh Uh-uh. Tastes like a pork roast? Yep. All right. Okay. And we made pulled pork out of it, and uh, made it make bar- made barbecue sandwiches, and made barbecue beans. Wow. Uh, and coleslaw. Oh, it was great. Oh. And then just the other day, some friends of mine called, and they said, "Are you in the mood for some salmon? If I buy for everybody?" <laughs> and this was at nine o'clock in the morning. They sent me a text. Oh. Oh, wow. And I said, sure. So I marinated up the salmon that they brought. We had seven of us, and we had five pounds of salmon, and we ate it all. How on, fun. On, on the Traeger. So what would you have with that? Um, we had uh, <laughs> we, we happened to have uh, some more beans, just baked off some baker potatoes again, and beans, and, you know, uh, that was it, really. Okay. It was very good. Yeah. And normally what I would do is cool off the salmon. <clears throat> And uh, then I would make it into more like a, I would shred it, make it more like a spread, mix it with cream cheese locks on bagels. Have you had those? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I have made locks before. Mm. And um, it's, they're very good. But this was just regular salmon. And it's the first time I ever did a salmon on the trigger. It took an hour and a half. Oh, what is she doing? She Okay, well, here's something else we're putting on the trigger tonight. 
It is, they are, uh, that's the Vitamix, and she is making a paste, a spreadable paste of dates, lemon juice, that's it. And then that goes over a coconut flour crust, and it's going to be, you're supposed to eat them really cold, and they're, they're a coconut date bar. Oh, and I remember you were talking about the coconut flour yes. yesterday. Yes, how good it smells. And it sounds mm. like I eat constantly, and I'm just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, big R, come on, uh, yeah, yeah. Really mm-hmm. big. But that's really the- not true. This is over the period of a few weeks. Um, so this yeah. evening... <laughs> yeah, well, I don't care. I don't care, Actually, audience. Actually, <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. The food in Minneapolis was nothing to write home about. Not much in Minneapolis was much to write home about. But anyway, the the food especially was like... Oh, I don't know. It was really pricey. You know, how much do you think a can of soda at the cafe would would be? The cafe is supposed to be a cheaper place to get things. Three dollars. How much do you maybe? think a huh? Three three dollars. How about four? Oh, for one can of soda, you could get a case of that in the store. I mean, I went to the store twice and got stuff. We had refrigerators. That was good. I could make that and and you know for just a few cents in my soda stream. So could you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I like my soda stream. Yeah, me too. Um, Especially the water essences. Hisses. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, some of the restaurants, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't have anything that I was like, oh, I got to go back there. Well, I wish, you know, I, you know, I wish we could have gotten together because I would have shown you some good places. I really do. God, oh, no, really I was hoping have. you'd surprise us. I wanted us. to. You don't know how much I wanted to do it because I, I thought, mm. oh, I just love, I was going through all these, I was flipping it all kinds of these fantasies about dropping in and stuff you know and saying all right mm-hmm. we will get together all of us will get together all my buddies and getting together and you know it would have been yeah great. Uh, but I there were some people stuff. it was really fun to meet well, sure i will say I'm that. Sure that i'm sure it was. yeah it was I'm that sure. was the best part and fun people it was fun to see but you know hardly got to see them more than like five minutes oh, you know yeah. there was so i mean it's ridiculous there's so much going on and we were working constantly i tried to go on a mini, uh, I tried to go to a candy factory because I was going to record it for hazelnuts. And as it was, I needed to stay back and record something. So, you know, there was oh, just, man. I mean, it was just, ugh. Anyway. You want, you want to know what I had tonight? What? Coconut flour pancakes. Oh, wow. And that I sounds like fun. Never had them before. I and, bet they were uh, great. A chicken sausage. Oh, my God, they were the most incredible. What did you put on them? <laughs> Just some maple syrup. Yeah, you could. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that would be good. Yeah. God, yeah, you could put crushed pineapple. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, wow. Hmm. It just so happened that we were um, on Amazon shopping and we bought almond and coconut flour. And mm. then we, it's not... You know, it's something that we just haven't tried before, and now you're regularly going regularly back to flour. Flour, flouter, 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 flouter powder. <laughs> yeah, so that's funny, isn't it? It's like um, I'm trying all these gluten-free things, and I know it. And now I'm doing the good gluten. Now I'm I'm like into the good gluten for the heck yeah. with the gluten-free. No, I still have some gluten-free things, but I'm just tired of all the work of it, and and some things not coming out right, and all the extra instructions, and I'm glad and all that you the mentioned things. that. I really am because it's hard, hard work doing. Well, this. some of it is. Some of it is. 
And and there's a lot of uh, look on GF Jewel's site and, you know, to make the bread. And it's like, well, do this and don't do that. And, you know, and then then the recipes, they're just not easy to. I don't know. I just well, don't like her website. You can't, and then adapt, the, you can't adapt to them. You have to you you have to we, if she says add six eggs or well, if they say add six eggs, don't add what the recipe calls for. Don't add three. Well, or make half of it, but she says, and she does say what to do if you don't want to use eggs, you know, what you can substitute. But, but the other thing is I, I would buy these mixes and then as you saw from what I sent you, try to figure out, well, what's what, which one is that one and, and labeling them all. And so I'm keeping the ones I especially like the cookies and the brownies (laughs) and the cornbread probably, but I'm giving some others away. I'm just like, yep. But, you know, you'll still have some really good tastes whenever you get to them because they're, they're all good. I mean, they're high-quality mixes. Oh, they really they are. are. The coconut pancakes were just delightful. And um, I can see why, you know, people love this stuff. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. And, you know, some of the mixes and things that are out there or, or you know, like I think I sent you a thing of flour. I think I did. Yes, you did. Yes, um, you did. Yep, yep. Yeah. And, you know, you can just use that in another recipe, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've done lots of things just with her flour. Another thing so. that uh, I was really happy that about uh, I tried coconut milk from a store for the – I mean, I've drank you know, oh, co- yeah. coconut milk out of – coconuts before yeah but uh, i've had that and i love i've had almond milk i love that i buy that all the time but this first time that i've bought coconut milk and used it for baking mm-hmm. it's just wonderful and coconut ice cream is I'm, really good i've never tried it yeah it's really good i know people who really like that and yeah i mean there's a lot of neat it, it the one thing i do like is with a lot of these things food has gotten friendlier in taste than it, than it was when we first were having gluten-free things. I mean, there are some gluten-free things, at least years ago, that tasted like cardboard or mm-hmm. worse. You know, mm-hmm. not that I've made a practice of eating cardboard. But <laughs> but now, I mean, a lot of things really do taste better. Oh, I'm so sure. That, that is good, good, good. Like when my grandmother was a diabetic, or, you know, when <laughs> not, don't, she she is was a diabetic. Um, but they had things in the store like choco chip cookies, and I thought, "What the heck is that?" Or choco chip? Oh, about the cookies. Oh, so anyway, uh, they were they were just dry and horrid. Oh no! And I said, "Yeah, hey, they, go, Grandma." <laughs> yeah, they they really are doing a better job. And now. Let's do some cooking with Tom and Renee. Uh, Or is that Renee and Tom? Let's cook. This is our first experience in combination working with our brand new optic grill. And we're having some fun today in the kitchen. So we'll be working with that momentarily. My wife Renee and I are going to be working together in this project. And she should be momentarily arriving. Yeah, I am here. And just to give you an idea, first of all, in preparation with our Epta Grill, she has put some, I guess, olive oil on the... Yeah, the flavored olive oil. It's flavored with uh, rosemary. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and all I love the flavored olive oils. Um, 
We're looking at the buttons on the OptiGrow right now, and going from left to right, in our case, if I'm not mistaken, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Renee, I think we've got Power, Frozen, and we have Burgers, Yeah. and then Sandwiches, No. Uh, chicken, sorry. Chicken. Chicken, and then Sandwiches. Yeah. And then we have the, the pork. pork, sausages, and, and hot dogs, and then we have steak, and then and fish, fish and then manual, and, then, and okay. And then the temperature, actually, at ours, it says... It says it says temp on this model. And then oh, on, the, okay. on number nine. Okay. Yeah, we wanted and to then an okay. That. So and now okay. I gotta, so now I'm gonna have to push when I want to start to reheat it. I gotta push the power button, and I gotta push the um, the beef and the okay. So let me do that now because it's ready. So power. Beef. Okay, now it's it's doing its thing. On okay. this. Now, before you go there, I was going to tell the people that we're going to be doing a couple of steaks, I guess. Yeah, ribeyes, and they're grass-fed. And yes. we paid for two steaks, two, what is this, it got to be a, like a pound and a half steak. This is a Whole Foods entity. So yes. We, yeah. we went in whole hog on this one. We, we went ahead and spent some money on this. And Each I steak think, comes out to be like $17 and some cents. Call it seventeen fifty a piece. All right. So, so well, because I wanted to see if the, um, uh, the steak grass-fed, versus however they're feeding them um, was going to be different. So now the grill is heating up and we've just recalibrated it. We've got the instructions for this model and thank you Hazel, uh, Debbie Hazelton. The, the, um, they were very nice over the phone. And I'll be talking about some of that information later on. At the end of this I'm going to give some instructions on what you need to do to get the number that you're going to need. If your OptiGrow misbehaves, there's a number that you're going to be able to call and we'll actually uh, give you the information on not only how to get the number that you're going to need from the bottom of the grill to tell them when you call them, but we'll also give you the phone number. And we'll yeah, and take it's, care it's a two-step thing to do the... Uh Calibration. The only thing is, is that, uh, and I'm really hoping that this that doesn't happen again. But uh, well, at least we have the instructions, instructions on our model on how to recalibrate it should we ever need to again. Yeah. Oh, my hand smells smoky. I put liquid smoke and garlic and pepper on both sides of the uh, steaks, and I welcome suggestions. And I hope I don't sound too ill on the tape because I'm starting to get over a cold that I've had for what now two weeks. It's no, been, no, no. We just came like back from it. convention. <laughs> I know it seems like you've had it for two weeks, but yeah, we came back from convention last Sunday night, which yeah. was the tenth of July. So. Yeah, it started I think at convention. It's still heating up, and I don't know. It's uh, today's. Uh, you know, Tom told you this Saturday. Saturday. This yeah. is the so we're going to be late for your chat thing, if you, unless you want to dial it in on the regular phone. Oh, I'm going to be doing that anyway to start with. Yeah. Uh, 
takes a while for the thing to heat up. And so now you push Oh, you want to split a beer while it's heating up? Yeah, we could do that. I'll pour it in, I'll pour it in a glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what? We need the, um, I got this very entertaining, um, bottle opener. And this bottle opener has the Monday Night Football theme on it. You have to open this with a bottle opener. And it's going to talk to you about Monday Night Football. This all comes out of the bottle opener, okay? <laughs> Very interesting bottle opener. I've never seen this one before. It was given to me by the neighbor across the hall because at one time you were down in Mount Carmel and um, I couldn't open up a bottle or somebody needed a bottle, so she said, well, why don't you have this bottle? Here's the bottle opener, Dan. Yeah, very entertaining. It's a... So now I poured it in a glass, and I'll put your hand on the glass. I just a little left in the bottle. I'll just chug that with my... Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, because it won't all fit in the glass. Oh, we could have... Well, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what I'll do. I just took a little sip of beer there. And Renee, you can put some uh, more beer in the glass and you can have some as well. It no. won't fit because of the phone. Yeah, I know. Yesterday we were at um, Friday's and I had a very pretty glass. I had this... Um, Rum drink, mixed drink, and um, uh, I forgot what it was called exactly. And I was, as I was drinking, I was telling Tom, next time I have this drink, it's delicious, but I'm going to tell the bartender, put the rum in like you mean it. And when, after we finished the drink, I started feeling very interesting. I was like, no, I think he meant it when he put it in. It was slow acting. It was like two kinds of rum. Yeah. It was a very good drink. See, uh, let's just say that a good time was had by at least one. So, let's see how we're doing here. Now, when you put this power button on, see, I'm, she's done this before. I haven't, so it, it's, it's going to beep when, when it's, it's time ready. When to put the steaks on, but, yeah, okay. um, uh, and the light hasn't, hasn't changed from purple. So it's still showing a purple light? Yeah. Um, and so when this gets ready for food, it's going to change color on the... Yeah, well, yeah, it's blinking now, but it's supposed to beep when you put, when, you, when it's time for you to put the steaks on. And, ah, now it is, okay. I was panicking. Yeah. So now I'm lifting it up, and you have to lift it up, Tom, all the way. Okay. Not halfway, all uh, the way. Okay. And you got to put the steaks on. 
and then you gotta close it and leave it. And it's gonna oh, change wow. it. And yes. Now I'm gonna rinse off this plate because I was gonna use glass plates. Okay. I think I should for 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 thirty five dollars worth of steaks, right? Yeah, I Is think so. Steak? I think it deserves glass plates. And it, yep. And you can hear I want to remind, have to remind myself, now, uh, Debbie, if you get a chance to listen to this, I want to be able to do a brisket. I understand you can't do that in the oven, in the, um, on the Opti Grill. I asked them at the butcher shop, and they said, uh, no, it has to be done either in a smoker or, uh, or an oven. And so my next feat that I would like to do is I would like to make brisket of beef. Oh, yeah. And now, um, now for those of you who have stereo equipment to work with, you'll notice that I'm standing about now well, maybe four feet from the grill, but Renee keeps walking around the kitchen left and right, so you're going to hear her from different directions as <laughs> she goes between me and the and the grill. Well, because I like to clean up as soon as I, I eat see. something. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And it is kind of a small kitchen. No, um, I'm, I'm standing far enough away that everybody can hear the grill. And yet, they can hear you walking around the kitchen as well. Yeah. And you're walking That's in front of me. That's my next thing that That's I good. want to make. I want we have a place, and I'm sure, I think Tom told you, we have a place that we go to called Blackwood Barbecue, and that brisket is just so awesome. This is a restaurant in Chicago. It's downtown, not very far from... I I told Richard B. I said I said um, I said because he's always talking about Texas. I said if you ever come to Chicago, I will buy you dinner here, and that will be a start of a challenge. This Blackwood Barbecue place is really very much a hole in the wall, but it's a cafeteria-style little restaurant that really does one heck of a job, and I have to tell you that. Um, it does produce very good briskets. I don't. I have only had briskets there, so I'm not sure what else they do well. But uh, the chicken is okay. That, you know, I mean, we, okay. I've had chicken there, but but the brisket is really. Yeah, I got to say, the brisket like, no, is really no. fantastic. So we are currently waiting on how long it's going to take for this steak it, to. It's the light is light. now green. I do, uh, the light has to be. <clears throat> it'll it's uh, it'll be when it's when it's um, ready first. Well, no, it has several beeps. Oh, it's, I see. The first beep is is I think medium, maybe. No, maybe rare, rare? first. That's I would true. think rare is. And then medium, and then red. This is good, and it. It takes a while, the bigger the steak, the thicker the steak, the computer in there. Yeah, well, let's, uh, was that a beep? Yeah, a message, some, some, a message. I don't, I don't know if we do it. Oh, 
that's all right. It wasn't the antigrill, it was your phone. Yeah, no, no, the, it'll make the same kind of beat for rare. And it, and the... The only thing that surprises me, I'm surprised they gave such a small uh, juice. Yeah, okay, that's the, that's the first beat. That's telling you, I guess it's that's rare. rare. Uh-uh. No, I won't. Well, Do we have... Uh, huh? Do we have instructions somewhere in telling us how many beeps what the first beep does what? Be, the next beep will be medium. That will be like orange, but I wait till it's red. Okay. That works for me. Yeah. Well, we're going to have those vegetables, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she has left the kitchen into the dining room where we have a freezer which she has opened up and she's after some vegetables that she's going to put on for us. So, uh, yeah, there she comes back. Some I found some, uh, I found some string beans. Oh, you're going to microwave those? Yeah. Okay. Got a plate on the cabinet. You heard closing a second ago. I have to ask, I wonder if, if um, that's the next, that means it's like a medium thing, I think. Well, this is going to be kind of neat. I'm, I'm kind of excited about seeing that Renee's phone's going up over there. Yeah, now, I'm waiting for a voice-activated thing to come out. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a better model that comes out of this. Vegetables going into the microwave. Yeah, it'll be. And she's kind of. It'll just keep staying warm. Oh boy. How long did you put that on for? Just this for month? a minute. Yeah. It might take a little bit more. Well, they were frozen, so yeah, you might. Might be doing that again. This is absolutely fun. Well, we'll save money. I mean, on. Um, I can buy meat from from uh, Sam's or all these, but if I think I have to have somebody sign to go through, so I mean, uh, all these. Um, I have to ask. Um, ask one of my friends. Yeah, this is my first opportunity to see this grill work. It's worked before. And there's the microwave. That's not the same beep we're going to be looking for from... No, I need one more minute. 
And so, in the true spirit of trying to time everything, uh, yes. I can't finish that gear more, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me see what we got here. Good beer. As we are waiting for another one of those wonder beeps coming out of the hop grill to tell us that we have perhaps reached. Yeah, now it's, it is, I guess it's still a dark orange. So what are we, what color are we waiting for? And the, there's well, a little light in a window. Ah. Yeah, this, well, it's on, um, Medium. That's the microwave beeps again. And as she's taking the vegetables out of the microwave. There's the beep. That's the beep I was looking for. And I think that's... That's um, the red beep. Uh, I guess that means it's well done. So I guess... Um, I think it's, should I stop it now? It's on the, that was the well done view. Which one do you want? Well, it's medium well. I'm going to, well. Yeah, this is good enough for me. If we want to stop it now, that would work. I think that's the red. Uh, well, we'll take a chance. I'll stop it now, and you have to lift the grill. So you open the grill. Go all the way. All right, and when you open it, to stop it, you I get... Put the, I put the power button. You know, I'm using a spatula. And then all I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is... Um, I'm going to cut your steak up. Okay, so you, you've taken the steak out of the grill. I'm taking your steak off, yeah. My steak is... is um, oh, you put both steaks on at once, okay. Yeah. yeah I All right. Oh, this is cool. So... Hold on. I'm cutting yours up. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Now, hold on while I'm doing this, I'm going to give you a taste test while I'm cutting it up. Mmm. Does that, does that taste different? Oh, oh. Single, single is four. Five, zero, five, third. Mmm. Mmm. One minute. Boy, this is good. Is that, does that taste like it's different from regular steak? Really, that's tender and it's very good. Yeah, that's good, but does it taste worse? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is good. 
and yes, it's the. Um, you wouldn't pay more for this in a restaurant, of course. No, but what I'm saying is, does it taste? Does the grass-fed steak yeah. taste different? I will do that, and now that you have cooked yours, I think I'll pause this to no, go I'll, have some steak, and we'll be back momentarily with some more information. I'm going to take a taste of yours just to see. Hold on. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very good. Okay. Yes, it does taste a little bit. Yeah, different. it does. Okay, I'm bringing yours to the table. All right. And I'll put this on pause, and we're going to have some steak. We'll be back, be back momentarily with some more information on just exactly what you need to do to calibrate this, and I'll be back momentarily. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B Hazelnuts. H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Have something to offer? Just tweet us. Having returned from having eaten some nice steak. Wow, was that ever good. Yeah, I guess you might say that was worth the uh, $17.50 per steak to get that done. It was really good. That unit does a very good job. So if you've ever had an app to grow... Uh, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't have an app to grow yet, hey, it's definitely worth the effort because it does allow for very easy cooking. I, I may even try my hand at it at some point, and I don't normally do any cooking. So, hey, that sounds like a winner. Now, getting back to our discussion that we previously promised about how to get the information that you need to send... Um, that you need in order to get your OptiGrow reset. What you will do is you will look on the underneath side of the OptiGrow on the back right corner. If you turn the grill upside down, of course it moves to the left side, but there's a sticker that has some very important information about it. Um, the GC7 number is one of the last things it tells you in the information that you may scan if you have a canopy reader or some other kind of optical scanning recognition device. You can actually uh, check that and see what that number is at the bottom. And that GC7 number, 702712, whatever that number is, that's the number you need to give them so that they know what instructions. Well, I think she just packed the beer box. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, isn't it wonderful how technology works? Anyway, so uh, that's what I would suggest uh, to do. And when you call the number of 800 395 8325 that's the number that you will call and tell them that you have an grill that may need some adjustment and reset so they will ask you what that that reference number is and down at the bottom that uh, GC7 either 020412 whatever the number is that's the number they need 
in order to help you get your optical reset. I will tell you, they were fantastic on the phone, and they do a very good job. And I think the reason that they want people to call instead of us giving you all kinds of instructions on exactly how to do it is, first of all, gives them an opportunity to track uh, what problems are coming up and also how many people are having the kind of problems that they're faced with so they know how to proceed in terms of getting the next units out with uh, little or <coughs> problems. And so that's the story as it is from here and I thank you very much. Otherwise, back to the hazelnuts or whichever thank show you you're listening Debbie. to. It was wonderful, the, the, your recommendation, and I look forward to learning from you about new things uh, in, the, in the future. Hey, everybody. I thought I'd talk to you a little bit about my meat slicer. Now, there are several meat slicers out there on the market today, and they are priced from, oh, around 125 and you can get many more brands that are more expensive all the way up to a couple of hundred dollars. Now this meat slicer is a manual meat slicer. And what I mean by that is that you lay your meat, bread, cheese, whatever you'd like to cut. It will do fruits and vegetables. It will do you know just about anything that you want. Let me describe it for you. It's a machine that weighs about eight pounds. It has a bar on the front of it that you take a pusher. Now a pusher has a clamp that you clamp onto this rod. And you, when I say clamp, I mean the pusher is a portable device. And by that, I mean it's a device that you can pick up. It has prongs on the back of it. And on the front of it is a little clamp that just clamps onto the bar, just slides on. It just slides on with your hand. Now, the machine itself, as I say, it has a bar running across the front that you slide this meat pusher from left to right. In the front of the meat slicer is a round blade that has saw-like teeth on it, and you have to be really mindful when the machine is running not to reach forward, not to get excited, and reach forward and go, oh, I want to look at this slice. Because if you do, you will literally, and I say this emphatically, slice a tip of your finger off. Now, as a low vision or blind person, you can operate this tool very carefully, just like anyone else can with the aid of the meat pusher. Do not get careless with this meat slicer because you could hurt yourself. And it's just like any other kitchen tool. Just be aware of what you're doing. Take your time. I use the meat slicer all the time. I'm very careful. I don't reach forward when I hear the machine running. I always unplug it for safety reasons. If kids are around or if animals are around, the device is an oblong machine that sits on your counter, and it has suction cup grip-like feet on the bottom, and that's to adhere to working surfaces. It doesn't really stick. It just sits on its 
suction cup-like feet, and you can operate it. Oh, I like this device. It can cut thin, wafer-thin, or big and thick. And how this works is there's a dial on the back of it that you turn. And if you can see, there's graduations going from maybe a sixteenth inch thick to maybe an inch thick. And I'm only guessing because I have never had anybody read the graduations, the markings on the dial. It's just a simple dial with a pointer. I suppose if you wanted to mark it, you could, but how the dial works is totally mechanical. The blade moves forward or backward, closer or further from the cutting space as you turn it. For really thin, you get the blade as close to the front of the machine as you can, and you can feel the blade without danger. It won't cut you as long as it's not running. The further in the blade is, the thinner it is, the further out the blade is from the space of the front of the machine, the thicker it is. And you want to experiment with your first slice because you really never know. You can kind of guess, but you won't always know your exact cut until you make your individual cut. As I say, I've done meats, cheeses. I haven't done breads yet, but I know you could do them. I have cut potatoes for thin, thin potato chips cooked in the air fryer. works great for that. And what you do is you take a plate and you set it in the back of the slicer. And each cut you make, the slices fall onto a plate. You move the pusher from left to right. And as you go to the right, you can feel the machine sort of touch the blade. There's a little resistance there. And you'll actually hear the machine slow down as it's cutting and speed back up when it's done. To make another cut, simply move the pusher to the left and then slide the pusher forward a fraction of an inch, and you can feel it as you slide it forward. You can feel it hit the meat, bread, cheese, whatever. And uh, remember, these have grips on it, so you're actually gripping. It's like little prongs. It's actually gripping the meat, cheese, or breads, or whatever you're cutting. And then you just move it to the right, and it makes another cut. Move it back to the left. Move it back to the right, and it makes another cut, and so on and so forth. Now, the automatic ones um, will feed the meat automatically and you can be away from the machine and you don't have to worry about it, but I didn't want to spend that extra money. There's a semi-automatic that will uh, cut as you move it to the right and make another cut as you move it to the left. I didn't want that one either. I just wanted to go simple. I'm going to demonstrate the device to you now. I did this demonstration a couple of weeks ago when I was cutting up a summer sausage. And it was paper thin. It went along with my paper thin cheese, had some crackers, and mm, that was great stuff. All right, hope you enjoy the demonstration. There are several models. If you look at your favorite online store, or you could shop for one, but I recommend looking them up online. Mine's either a Krups or a QVC Cooks Essentials. I don't know what it is, I just don't remember. It's too long ago. 
Um, they are from around $100 all the way up to hundreds of dollars. So do your shopping, and I hope you enjoy your slicer if and when you get one. Be very careful, ladies and gentlemen, but I think if you get one, you will like it. Here's the demonstration. And now it's time to slice some summer sausage. So uh, this should be a very straightforward plate in the back. Paper thin. With a simple rocker switch moving from left to right, it turns on and off. Couldn't get much simpler than that. To clean, just use soap and water. Remember to have it unplugged. Take a damp washcloth. Wipe down the surface. Wipe down the blade. Wipe down the back of the machine. And you're all set. Obviously, do not immerse in water. Hope you've enjoyed the demonstration. I sure have enjoyed demonstrating it for you guys. We're running a tad late. Goodbye, gang.